Welcome back, Glenn. Thank you very much. Very Thank good you to very see much. you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd uh, honestly uh, be rather uh, mowing my lawn right now. Yes, that would be more pleasurable than uh, it would be than having to tell you all the news that we have for you today. Let me let me uh, tell you about Hustler Turf. Um, Hustler Turf, they built the first zero turn lawn mowers back in the uh, 1950s or 1960s. And uh, they've been building them ever since. They built them so they were rock solid, tough, so you would never have a problem with these things. And uh, and now they're making them for home use. Now they're making them for you. So I, I just urge you not to listen to me. I, I urge you to go find uh, a hustler dealer in your area. You can find one at hustlerturf.com. I want you to ride the other ones, but before you buy anything, you go to Hustler Turf. And you test drive a Hustler Turf. There is zero comparison. They are the best built there. I mean, they're the guys who invented it and perfected it. The zero turn lawnmower, you'll cut the lawn mowing time in half. HustlerTurf.com. Find a dealership near you. America. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. The corporation, now known as the unelected government, uh, has some more things that they would like to change. And they're just starting with the Jim Crow laws. I'd like to put the Jim Crow laws into perspective here. What were Jim Crow laws? Crow logs. And why do these look like Jim Eagle laws? <laughs> oh my gosh, please tell the president to stop talking. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Michael lives in Arizona, recently wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. You know, the kind of guy who always, uh, you always see is the go getter type. He's the guy who always makes you look bad because, oh, yeah, you know, in that last hour, you know what I accomplished? Shut up. Shut up, Michael. He's one of these guys that until age started to catch up on him, uh, he was out there doing everything, just jamming stuff in in one day that the rest of us would take a week. Well, the pain and the stiffness in his body became so bad that it would give him daily headaches. It slowed him down, took the wind out of his sails. You know the rest of the story. He heard me talking about Relief Factor. He started to take it. Within a couple of weeks, the headaches, the stiffness, the pain, all gone. Michael says he feels 20 years younger. He got his life back. That's Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It's developed by doctors. Those who try it, 70% of them go on to order more from their three-week quick start trial. They, they make this three-week quick start so you can tell if it's going to work. Within the first three weeks, you should know if it's going to work for you. And 70% go on to order more. Find out if you can get your life back. I mean, there's a 70% chance you're included in this. 
relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84 tomorrow night on glenn tv a virus has escaped the university labs it's called critical race theory but it's a dangerous reality and it's spreading rapidly through the culture glenn exposes the deadly marxist roots of this toxic ideology and reveals why progressives are targeting our kids in school Watch Critical Race Tyranny, The Great Reset of Education. Learn how parents can fight back before it's too late. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right. I want to start with just a piece of audio from, from Brian Stelter on CNN talking about the COVID vaccines. Here he is. It's really important to see all these TV anchors, personalities Mm -hmm. showing themselves getting the shot. We've seen a lot of vaccine selfies from lots Mm -hmm. of folks at lots of different networks. Uh, It's been really inspiring to see. You know, the Today Show even brought the the, the co-hosts outside for a live group vaccination this week. And Rachel Maddow on Friday on MSNBC talked about how she was really fearful of the needle, really worried about it. And yet it was important to get the shot. And she did. And there she is talking about it on air. So I say all of that to make the following point. Where are Tucker and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram? Where is Ainsley Earhart and Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade? Where are the biggest stars on Fox Mm. getting vaccinated? Mm -hmm. I get it's a personal choice. I get that's between. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, my gosh. Brian, he brought this up and I thought to myself, you know, George Costanza makes a lot of sense on this one. Uh, and when I say George Costanza, I apologize to George Costanza because George Costanza was likable in comparison. Um, but, uh, he said, you know, these celebrities, you know, they need to be seen taking their injections. So I today on the program am going to give, uh, get the injection on today's program. Are you going to, are you going to film this? You're going to tweet this? I'll just take a photo of it. It's me giving, I'm going to give myself the injection. I just have to roll up my sleeve here. And this one's for Brian Stelter. There, can you, can you see it? Oh, ooh. Ah. That's, uh, it's a pretty <laughs> not good. I'm not sure how that's going to do with COVID, but it definitely sent a message. What, really, you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, just tweet that out for me, will okay. you? Sure. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. That's just for you. Uh, Brian Stelter, and uh, thank you for the reminder about how important all of us are. What a what a beautiful guy bringing people together. By the way, did you see in the Minnesota riots, CNN, what happened live on air? I don't think we have this, do we? Because it required a lot of editing, and I was like, <laughs> I'm too lazy. I'll just read the transcript. So um, a man uh, during a live report. Uh, during the riot in Minneapolis, came on and uh, said, oh, now, now you can see you're all twisting up the story, he said to the CNN reporter, live on air. The reporter responded and said, well, what, what, do, you, what, what do you think is, is going on? He said, well, I, I, think, I think about what I think about this. It's all the press and all that extra stuff y'all do. It makes it worse. When people want to protest, they shouldn't do it in front of an effing police uh, state or courthouse and S like that. You get what the F I'm saying? Y'all need to get up out of here with all the twisting and that media and all that S. 
the reporter said, we're we're live uh, on the air, sir. I don't care if you're live or not. Get away from here with all that media crap that you're doing. By the way, crap is not the word that he he used. Um, You know, when you have people who are down at the uh, protest and they hate uh, CNN, just, you know, it's almost like somebody said that. You remember like 15 years ago, there's this guy on TV and he said, you know, you people like at CNN, you think they're your friends and you think they're you're on the same side, but they'll eat you. They'll take you out in the streets and beat you to death and perhaps even eat your body live on television after the cameraman is dead. And as long as they're eating close to the ground so the camera can actually pick up. You know, the blood of your body. Anyway, well, that guy was crazy. He was thrown off the air because he was still wrong on so many things. Uh, You know, one thing I was wrong about was that this was all about socialism. This isn't about socialism. I mean, I even wrote a book last year arguing with socialists and you have to argue with socialists because those are the useful idiots. Those are the ones that are just paving the way for this oligarchy. And you're seeing the oligarchy now. You're seeing the beginnings of the Great Reset. A hundred corporations gathered together yesterday, uh, uh, Saturday, and we told you about this on yesterday's program. A hundred corporations gathered together. And they were organized by one of the top guys at Yale. I'm wearing the uh, Yale School of Art t-shirt today because I know how proud they are that I went to uh, Yale for like 10 minutes. But uh, they're very proud of that. And I just I just wanted I was thinking about sending, uh, you know, my alma mater some uh, money. And then I immediately thought, no, not going to do that. But because they're so poor. But anyway, I'm wearing the Yale shirt just so they know I went there. And I know they're proud of that. I know they are. All right. Anyway, um, the uh, the thing that happened this weekend, Stu, remember when I was telling you Wall Street Journal reported and uh, I think it was the New York Times also reported that they're not going to take these corporations are not going to continue to be bullied. And so they are going to stand. Now, I thought to myself, who's been bullying these corporations? I mean, the left. But who is it? Ethel? Is it Ethel in Kansas? That one conservative that's been (laughs) Mm -hmm. leading that campaign that no one else did? Because I don't know anybody that is from the right that is bullied these corporations. Do you? Not no, really. No, no, no. It's been the opposite no, way. It's been the opposite mm-hmm. way. Isn't mm-hmm. that weird? Now, here's the thing. In that article yesterday, they said how proud they were. And they weren't going to be bullied. And yet, here it is. I'm 24 hours uh, later from that report. And I still can't find a complete list of everybody that made that call. I can't get the full list of all the corporations. I've got about 10 of them. Aflac Insurance is, has been added. Of course, we know Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, the NFL, representatives from Twitter were there. What? Uh, no. Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Digital media was there, as well as corporate media, which I just, 
I love. And what they're doing is um, they're they're going to mount a campaign. Well, now, I mean, now you know that Twitter does have an agenda. I mean, of course, their algorithms, they have a problem from time to time, but they are not deleting people and they're completely fair and balanced. Yes, Facebook has turned down uh, the algorithm to, uh, you know, stop our traffic or slow our traffic down. Uh, but that was just I'm sure that's just because we've called them several times and we said we can tell you the time and the day that suddenly our traffic dropped off. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Could you guys look into that? Because you might find that there was a glitch. So far, no word from any of the social media platforms on why this glitch continues. We know it's not a glitch. We know, I mean, look at what Facebook and Twitter and Google has done to our country just on COVID. Half of the country is brainwashed. I don't even think it's half of the country. A quarter of the country is brainwashed. They are terrified by COVID. Um, you know, I think that's a little overblown. But what did they do? You can't even talk about COVID or they will ban you. Hmm. So now they want to talk to us about Jim Crow laws. Stu, would you look up Jim Crow laws for me? Just uh, see if it's there. Just Google it. Do you want Jim Crow 1.0 or the new Jim Crow 2.0 in you Georgia? You mean Jim Eagle? <laughs> it's just basically Jim Eagle. Yeah, no, I want the, the original Jim Crow laws. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what those did to people. Because uh, I'm thinking that these laws are not the same as Jim Crow laws. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, hang on, just another message for Brian Stelter. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. It, today is it, just that was probably worth your month subscription to blaze.com. Don't miss any more. Um, but uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's insulting. To history, to the people who actually lived under Jim Crow laws. Hell, it's even it's even an embarrassment and probably pisses it would piss off all of the people that were for Jim Crow laws. They were like, are you kidding me? Those things aren't Jim Crow laws. How dare you say that? This is an abomination. And I want to go into that here for a second, but I'm only going to do it while corporate media. Oh, I'm not with corporate media anymore. I guess I'll do it no matter what. In 60 seconds. I guess on the radio, I'm with corporate media, but it's still iHeartRadio. And I've been with iHeartRadio since 1990. And if all of a sudden they're like, oh, my gosh, we didn't even notice. Oh, my gosh, he says crazy things. You're going to have a hard time proving that. Just a really hard time. By the way, I am expecting my gold watch soon. Maybe in, what is it, 20 more years? Yeah. Eh, you could give it to me early and I'd go away. Uh, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor. It's Patriot Mobile. 
Here's the thing. These corporate uh, entities are and, and libertarians, you got to wake up. Conservatives, you got to stop saying they're private corporations. They can do whatever they want. Not when they are deciding that they are going to be a government on their own. Who elected them to meet in their secret star chambers? To tell us what's right and wrong. Sorry, I, I don't remember saying, you know, the guy who makes that really good soda pop, he should be the guy ruling the world. Hey, well, that guy and the guy who has the Aflac duck commercials, man, he could be vice president. Patriot Mobile is not Big Mobile, and Big Mobile is part of the problem. If we don't start sending a message, if we don't tell Big Mobile, can you hear me now? If we don't start saying those things, nothing's going to change. You don't have to boycott. You just have to go look for something that's better. And when it comes to Patriot Mobile, this is better. Get free premier activation where they set the phone up for you. You get a special gift with the offer code back. You'll get the same service. You're going to, I think, better customer service, but you're going to have the same coverage. You'll get a lower price and the values you believe in. They believe in the same things you believe. In fact, they're spending their own money, not funding abortions like Verizon. You know, it's amazing. I've said that now for almost two years and not a peep out of Verizon. Isn't that bizarre? They are proud of it, I guess. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They give their money to, you know, causes like support the Second Amendment. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so Walmart was part of this phone call. Oh, thank you, Walmart. Oh, since the old man died, you really have kept the spirit alive. You and Disney. Oh, my gosh. How do you do it? Walmart, Viacom, CBS. Well, that explains 60 minutes, doesn't it? Ariel Invests, American Air, United, Atlanta Falcons, Levi Strauss, LinkedIn, Twitter, AMC Theaters. Well, I'm not going to use you guys anymore. Uh, and others. <laughs> this is according to CBS News. Uh, according to uh, people that have inside information. Why don't you give us the whole list? I mean, CBS, you were there. Viacom CBS was there. Why don't you just call out and say, hey, who else was there, dude? <laughs> well, it's hard to get the information. Really? From your own company? Why aren't they proud of that? Most likely because they're going to pay. I love this story. Republican lawmakers warned that corporations could face consequences over voting law activism. Really? Oh, I bet they're really afraid of the Republicans. <sighs> like what they've done to big tech. <laughs> they might do that again. Hey, you come up here and talk to us. Oh, but what happens after that? Nothing, but you come up here and talk to us. And if you don't, we may we may have you write regulations to hurt you. Oh, no, please, Mr. Senator, don't make me do that. 
Uh, so I don't think that really, I mean, Republicans. I don't think they're worth even the pay. I apologize to the tree that I had to somehow or another, not me personally, but somebody cut a tree down to make that paper. I used it. And I don't know all the squids that we milked for their ink for that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Tree and Mr. Squid. Okay. Can you tell me what the Jim Crow laws were, Stu? Some examples here. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Crow laws touched every part of life. In South Carolina. In South Carolina. Black and white textile workers could mm-hmm. not work in the same room. Is that what's happening in Georgia? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. Um, could, can they enter through the same door? Though? No, no. Huh? Oh, no. Okay. They, they, can, um, they, can, they, can, they can go into any doors. They could even climb through windows. I mean... Well, I don't you, recommend it, but both of them could. I'm glad you brought up windows because in South Carolina, it was illegal for black and whites to gaze out of the same window. Oh, man. Is that happening? Is that is that one of the no, restrictions? No, nothing like that. Okay. No. Uh-uh. Um, many industries wouldn't hire blacks. So, do we have that rule in Georgia? Is uh, no, that part uh-uh. of this? No, no. Um, in fact, many industries won't hire whites now. <laughs> in fact, Coca-Cola is saying try to be less white, Okay. You know, it would be odd if there was like a company that came out and said, you know what? You should only buy from, let's say, white restaurants. That yeah. sounds like a Jim Crow type of yeah, restriction to me. Yet it's really. odd because no. I see every company in America telling me to buy, buy from black restaurants that I should look at the skin color of the owner of the restaurant before yeah. I order my food. <sighs> that's more Jim Eagle. Jim, that's, that's Jim, Jim Eagle. Eagle. Not Jim, Eagle. Jim Crow. As we learned... These go beyond Jim Crow. This is Jim Eagle. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought this part was interesting. Many... Mm-hmm unions unions pass rules to rules. exclude blacks huh during huh. the jim crow era yeah it's not huh. that's, that's weird weird uh, in yeah. richmond one could not live on a street uh-huh. unless most of the residents were people one could marry uh, one could not marry one of a different yeah, race yeah. so that's an interesting yeah. what a what a record keeping nightmare among yeah. other things 1914 texas had six entire towns which blacks could not live Mm. Is that happening? In so that's a Jim Georgia? Crow law. Now, on steroids. I don't find it on mm. steroids. Mm. I don't. Those are the actual ones. Let me tell you the ones that are on steroids. Mm-hmm. You can have water. The, even the, the city can provide water. You know, the polling place yep. can provide water. Mm-hmm. Just not representatives of candidates. Well, they can, but they have to be uh, nine yards away. Yeah, from but the that's line. nine yards away. Are you going to crawl nine yards for a glass of water? What cruel individuals <laughs> you are. That's Jim. That's not even Jim Eagle. That's Tommy Pterodactyl. <laughs> that is so big, it's Tommy Pterodactyl. <laughs> Corporations, you are on the wrong side. And God help you when America wakes up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <sighs> so let me tell you about my pillow. I have never traveled with my pillow ever in my life. It's like pillows are pillows and they all suck. Until just this last week, I traveled with my pillow. I think I did it on vacation uh, for Christmas as well. Uh, but I traveled with my uh, with my my pillow because it just gives me the best sleep ever. Now, Mike Lindell is introducing their new my slippers, which I was wearing as shoes the other day. I know my kids love it, but these actually kind of look like shoes. They look like loafers. Uh, my dad used to wear his slippers and it were just it was so embarrassing. I'm going to be that dad. And I've never liked slippers, but the new my slippers are really, really good. Two years in development. 
two layers of my pillow foam layer of impact gel all come together to prevent fatigue offer all day comfort yeah i'm into slippers 40 percent off now my slippers 40 percent off and a money-back guarantee for 60 days mypillow.com mypillow.com 800-966-3117 and head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code is glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv new glenn on tv comes tomorrow Is the Glenn Beck program? Man, I Jim Crow laws. You know, I I I just want to point out that Jim Crow laws were like uh, they they were all things that whites could do that blacks couldn't do. Okay, that was that was the big thing. Like a white could just go in, show his license or proof of identif- identification, and vote. And blacks had to take a little test. How many windows are in the White House? That, those things. That's a Jim Crow law. It, you know, it is obscene that everyone is talking about this as a Jim Crow law. It is not a Jim Crow law. By the way, right, it's not. It's a Jim Crow law on steroids. On ste- you see, know if what? it was just Jim Crow, I don't even think it would be notable th- in today's Republican Party. I have party. some thinking on this. Because- I have some thinking on this. For instance, the voter ID. It's racist to get voter ID. You have to have ID to vote, but it's not racist for corporations to say, if you don't have a vaccine passport, you can't come in. Or like a bank to say you need an actual ID to open an account. By the way, in Georgia, there are 8,000 people in the whole country, in the whole uh, state of Georgia. There are about 8,000 8, people that don't have an ID. You know how you can vote? Bring in something like a utility bill, oh, yeah. your your cable bill that shows different re- steps. And even if you re- have none of them, you can still cast a provisional ballot. It's unbelievable. But I mean, Absolutely we're talking about utility bills and, and you know, work IDs and, uh, by the way, a free identification from the state. I mean, they make it incredibly easy and anyone could get it if they actually put any effort into it. Anyway, uh, it's on. It's it's really true. Assuming you're actually a citizen, the 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 drop boxes that were put in by Facebook. Yeah, those are suddenly now permanent, I guess. That's what everybody is. saying. A the, Jim Crow law is one that says, oh, no, the things we did because of the emergency covid now always have to be in there. And of course, they are like for the the, the emergency vote box thing. They had a bunch of them. They now have them still. They're just putting them inside instead of un, unguarded outside for 24 hours a day. Right. Like, so, I mean, is that a Jim Crow law on steroids? Like, I well, OK, so can I because I, I have an idea of steroids. I have an idea. Yesterday. I mean, when you think of steroids, you think, right. Right. It's like. Hulk. A, 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 Hulk. A, a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh No. I yesterday went in to get another back injection of steroids into my uh, spine. What do steroids do? They shrink the inflammation. So if this is Jim Crow laws on steroids, it's shrinking the problem. Maybe that's what they're thinking. I'm sure. You know what? That is, you found it. I think that's what they're saying. I mean, even even the New York Times, the New York Times said, this is not, and any of these changes are not going to, uh, let me see if I can find the exact, uh, but, but, um, 
permanent features. Hang on just a second. Oh, crap. Where was it? Uh, here it is. Uh, Georgia new voting law suggests that laws make, may make in, in-person voting easier, especially in the general election, and that voting provisions are unlikely to significant affect turnout or Democratic chances. That's the New York Times analysis. And I'm hearing people like, uh, what's his face? Well, I've always really liked Will Smith. It's Jim Crow law. That is offensive. Every African-American should be offended by that. That's like that's like the Tea Party. Oh, you know what? I can understand what Martin Luther King was going through. No, you can't. Right. No, you can't. Yeah, it's totally different. And that's like, you know, the uh, ADL does this all the time. They come out and like if someone compares something to the Holocaust. Right. They make it their business to come in and say, you're not allowed to do that. We need to remember the Holocaust for what it was. And you you shouldn't be comparing today's things to that. Okay. well, that's okay. I mean, I understand that makes it makes some sense in some circumstances. But like, that's what they're trying to do here. You know, yeah. I mean, and it's it is a it's a bizarre it's really a bizarre thing. I mean, it does minimize what Jim Crow actually was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. If this, this is, is Jim Crow, then what were people yelling about? The, the 2022 will be the most easily accessible uh, for voting in the history of Georgia, with the exception Potentially, and this is arguable, but the potential exception of the pandemic year when everyone was at home and and they had a bunch of new emergency rules that were that were put in. You could argue it's slightly tighter than that, although I think you could argue the opposite, too. Uh, But you could argue it's slightly tighter than that. It's definitely more easely accessible than 2018. Mm, So and certainly Jim Crow is a totally different story. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy Pterodactyl. (laughs) Tommy Pterodactyl. Yes. That's what these voting laws are. Now, I just told you, because I'm a thinker. Look, I'm, you know, I'm not an election specialist, you know, but I am a thinker. I am a thinker. And uh, I'm thinking that maybe when they say Jim Crow on steroids, it's a inflammation reducer. So maybe that's how they all mean it. That Jim Crow laws have been dramatically shrunk. That's a You're very, not in pain anymore. That's the nicest thing you've ever done to the yeah, other side. That's, I know. That is I know. Really well, nice. I got to have a little mm-hmm. bit of hope. Now, let me give another bone. Everybody is saying, oh, my gosh, Joe Biden, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. OK, true. Yes. However, they're using uh, this this uh, phrase that he used. When he was talking about the new infrastructure plan, we're going to talk about commercial aircraft flying at subsonic speeds, supersonic speeds, and to be able to figuratively, if you may, if we decide to do it, be able to transverse the world in an hour to travel at 21,000 miles an hour. Now, that may be something where he's like, I meant to say, where's my Mylanta? But I don't see how you take this. He knew what he was saying. It wasn't like 2,100 miles an hour, which I think is the fastest we can fly now. Still with the Blackbird, SR-71. Yeah, 2,100 miles an hour or so. Okay. So that's the fastest we can do. Now, that is 1960s, early 1964, the first flight. Mm -hmm. 1964 technology, and it's still the fastest plane that we have that we know of. 
Uh, why can't we go faster than that? Because, you know, I've, I'm a big fan of, you know, scramjet technology. And I think we've been working on scramjet technology. The problem is that we don't have the alloys that will hold up. We don't have any metal that you take and you try to run that engine at that speed. The whole thing just melts. So how are they going to do 21,000 miles an hour when we can't do more than 2,100 miles an hour with the alloys that we have? The reason why I thought of this is because I was looking at this and going, what the hell is he even talking about? And then the very next story I read was Navy ships capture video of pyramid-shaped UFOs orbs flying above. And it's another story and another video of these gigantic ships that are flying at untold speeds. I have no idea what they what the speed is. We should look it up. I have no idea if they've even track the speed all they say is we can barely keep up with them when they appear to want us to keep up with them uh and they can they they go from zero to however fast supersonic speeds is it possible that all of this ufo stuff that's been released is because that is our technology that we do have some sort of plane and we're sending the message to the rest of the world don't screw with us because we do have a plane that can circumnavigate in an hour i mean i'm looking for the bright side here i don't want to believe our president is like and um we can go to the moon (laughs) because we're gonna build a dance club up there i mean i'm trying no i think you're right on the fact that it's not a mistake i think he said that intentionally so your idea is not that it is they're will, they're ready to to unveil that they actually have uh, they've discovered UFOs or we've had these interactions or that we've uncovered some of their technology or something. You're saying basically these UFOs we've been seeing are just U.S. military planes and we now know possibly, how to fly this fast. Possibly. And I think you could combine the two because do you remember that first interview we did with the government agency? That's now a public-private partnership with the Pentagon that is looking into this, and they say they have alloys that are not from this world. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So that's the key to being able to go this fast, is to be able to come up with an alloy. And perhaps perhaps we, you know, there was a ship, and, you know, there's not a lot of ships that we've seen or whatever, but we know that they exist we have pieces of it and they because that's what they claim that's what the pentagon has claimed what's so crazy is this is not the biggest story of the last 5 years i think this is the biggest story in the history of the world that the pentagon has come out and said yes we've had encounters with uh, uh other worldly things we have technology that are not from this planet and nobody's talking about it. We're all like, can we wear a mask yet? Yes, you can wear a mask. Oh, can you imagine this kind of technology in the hands of people who are still like, can we wear a mask? Oh. Every year comes springtime. You see them out there. 
You're driving down the road and you see him. You see him in the ditches. You go past a football field and there's one making the rounds. Here, there, everywhere. The grass is growing. And you're going to see a hustler zero-turn lawnmower. These things on the industrial size job of just knocking it down. They've been doing it for 50 years. They're durable. They're tough. They get the job done in a way that other motors just uh, other mowers can't. They are made here in America. And here's the good news. You can have that industrial size power, but not for your, you know, I mean, I don't really have an industrial size yard. Do you? Hustler, who pioneered the zero-turn lawnmower way back in the 1960s, now makes these amazing mowers for people like you and me, not just the professionals. And when you sit down on a Hustler, you will feel the difference. I don't want you just to go to Huffler, uh, Hustler and, uh, and buy one because I say it. I want you to go to wherever you're thinking about buying a, a lawnmower, and you try one of the zero-turn lawnmowers. Then you go online, you look for HustlerTurf.com, and you go to a Hustler dealer. There's no comparison. HustlerTurf.com. Cut your grass cutting in half. The time in half. HustlerTurf.com. Oh, this is... Oh, the federal government is getting it done for you. Uh, this is this is just Is this great. federal? This is federal. Hmm. Yeah, this is federal. Chuck Schumer announced this yesterday. Hmm. Ocasio-Cortez is very, very excited. Uh, if you lost a loved one because of COVID, if it's on the death certificate that it was a COVID-related death, uh, you can get uh, $9,000 per individual death and up to $38,000 for individual applications. So let's say, uh, you know, you have your family in a car and uh you know they were on their way to the hospital and they all had covid you can get them all covered now mm. nine thousand dollars for funeral expenses now we've been doing this okay um you know for a little while now but it's been really kind of tough according to ocasio cortez so they are now gonna they're just they're making it a little easier uh the death certificate must indicate the death may have been caused by or was likely the result of COVID-19. And if the death certificate doesn't say that now, you can go to your physician or the hospital or anybody else and have them alter the death certificate to add in it may have been COVID. Uh, And um, now FEMA says that, you know, the, the death must have occurred in the United States including U.S. territories, District of Columbia, death certificate must indicate the death was attributed to COVID-19 or may have been, and the applicant has to be a U.S. citizen or a non-citizen national or a qualified non-citizen who incurred funeral expenses uh, after January 20, uh, 2020. Um, Now, the deceased individual doesn't have to be a U.S. citizen or non-citizen national or non-qualified non-citizen. I don't even know what those categories are. Um, this is, according to Ocasio-Cortez, will be the first to allow mixed status and undocumented families to get some relief. So this is not like green <sighs> cards. Like, as you're saying, a qualified non-citizen, like you might say, okay, well, someone who's like, if you're visiting on a student visa. Well, no, 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 that's, that's what FEMA is saying. 
Okay. But uh, they're now working through the rules with FEMA to make them a little easier because there's a lot of undocumented people, non-citizens here. Well, that's true. And, and they, I just don't know if that's a good thing to be passing laws on. We're going to be you're, you're not here legally, but we're going to give you nine thousand dollars. Right. We're going to give you nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars if somebody that, you know, died and it may have been caused by COVID. <laughs> I mean, look, I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you, look, when I, I first read that story, yeah. we just had a tragic, tragic death in our family. And I'm like, mm, it may have been caused by COVID. <laughs> I, you know, look, I've, there's been a lot of uh, depression issues associated right? with this. Uh, you know, you could go through that. I mean, look, there, especially early on. I mean, when we didn't have testing, a lot of a lot of people who died of COVID did not have tests that would, you know, guarantee that it was about that. But they had all the symptoms that we found out later were associated. There's some sense to that, but of course they're going to go way overboard and they're going to spend millions and millions of dollars that we don't have because you know this is what they do. Well, not millions and millions. Just billions. one. Just Trillions. one. Just one point nine billion. Just the one point nine billion. Just the one point nine billion. Why do we even I mean, report currently. on anything that doesn't have a T at the beginning right? of it at this point? Right. I mean, what's one point nine? That's two. Not even two. Two billion dollars. I mean. Come on. It's the Glenn Beck program. Hey, everybody. I'm Candace Owens. Over the past few years, we've created something really special together. You've rallied around me as I've called out leftist lies, and you've cheered me on as I've stood up to the corruption of the media and big tech. But now, more than ever, they wish to silence us. They don't want me to have a voice, and more importantly, they don't want you to be able to hear it. But we aren't backing down. Our voices will be heard. This is exactly why I am launching my new show, Candace with The Daily Wire. I'm so excited for you to join me each week as I welcome powerful voices to talk about the important issues, break down what's actually happening in our country, and trust me, we're going to laugh a lot along the way. Candace is unfiltered and uncancelable. We're on this ride together. I'll see you there. My full show is available to Daily Wire members only. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe and use code BECK for 25% off your Daily Wire membership today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I got to tell you about Rough Greens. My wife is uh, out of town. She's been she's been gone now for, um, this is the second week. I was with her last week, but this week I, I have to like do everything. I have... I, I I think we're out of rough greens. I can't find it. Uh, my dog is looking at me like, where, what, what are you feeding me? I, I'm like, I, I went into the refrigerator. I just got like chicken. Like, and I just like cut it up and I'm like, here, take this, take this. Are you okay? Don't eat me. Um, it, it's amazing that your dog uh, knows the difference when there's rough greens and when it's not. And they, they act differently. Um, I mean, in a good way, not that they're going to kill you if you stop, but uno might, uno might. Yes. I got to find the rough greens, um, but uh, they love it. And you'll see a huge difference in them right now. You'll get a free bag, a little bag of rough greens just for your dog to try out. All you do is pay for shipping. They'll ship it to your house. You try it for you know a week or two. See if your dog will eat it. If your dog will eat it, then order rough greens. And they'll send it to you, and uh, you over the months, you are going to see a massive change in your dog. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN-33 is the phone number. Get the free bag now, roughgreens.com slash Beck.
Hello, America. Welcome to the program. Well, let's see. The corporations are now forming their own government. I don't remember electing the president of the soda pop company to tell me how I was supposed to vote and what was right and what was wrong. But apparently they got their own government going. The media, of course, they'll tell you exactly what to do and think. The government with Fauci, he'll tell you what to do and what to think. Um, you're, even your, your state governments, if you're really super lucky and you're living in a place like California, they'll tell you what to do and think unless you stand up against them like they did in California. They're recalling Gavin Newsom. Well, and I think this is big of the Democrats. I really do. The Democrats in the, uh, in the Senate there at the uh, California Assembly, they decided to, to pass a bill that, for the first time ever, will release all of the names and addresses of everybody who signed that California ballot. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, my gosh, that could cause maybe uh, intimidation, fear, death, you know, things like that. No, that's not why they're doing it. Gavin just wants an opportunity to be able to call you or be able to send something to your house that says, you know, vote for me or else. I don't know exactly what he wants, but I think this is great. Now our churches under attack and what's happening in Canada is coming here. It's not just the churches. It's the media that is reporting on what is going on. We go there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. And it is. And it's, I'm excited that you're here. Arlene lives in Maine. She spent the last few years dealing with pain in her back, her shoulders, her legs, making it hard for her to even get up in the morning, let alone go around and do the stuff that she has to do every day. There are a lot of special things, undoubtedly, about Arlene. One of them is that she listens to my program. Thank you. And uh, she wrote in and she said, I heard you talk about Relief Factor and I, I trust you and I wanted to give it a try. So she did give it a try. You know the story. She says within a few weeks of taking it, all of her pain, all of it was completely gone. She didn't have any trouble getting out of bed these days. She got her life back because of Relief Factor. You can get your life back, too. Relief Factor, not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. You don't have anything to lose except your pain. Go to relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. A virus has escaped the university labs. It's called critical race theory, but it's a dangerous reality, and it's spreading rapidly through the culture. Glenn exposes the deadly Marxist roots of this toxic ideology and reveals why progressives are targeting our kids in school. Watch Critical Race Tyranny, The Great Reset of Education. Learn how parents can fight back before it's too late. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right, I want to tell you a quick story about uh, Grace Life Church up in Canada. It's a it's a normal church. It's this really, really great church, I think. I've, I've watched the pastor. I even tweeted one of his sermons from, uh, what, I think Sunday or Monday. Um, and he's just, 
he just is a servant. And when they said you can't hold services anymore, he said, I can't. I, 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 this is this is what God has told me to do. And that is to preach the good word to anybody that wants to hear it. So I will be there. If people don't want to come, that's fine. But I will be there. Well, they didn't like that. You can't have you can't decide these things on your own. So they put him in an, in a maximum security prison or jail up in Canada for 34 days. He was in isolation for, I think, a week of that. Uh, just because he wouldn't stop preaching on Sunday. So when he got out, he went back to preaching again. He won't. He will not give in. You want to talk about Dietrich Bonhoeffer? Here he is. Here's Blake Cut One. Here are the church elders asking police not to interrupt the service. Listen to this. Code 176 makes it illegal for you to interrupt a worship service. And our worship service has begun. Mm -hmm. And we're stating that to you very clearly, that your presence in this building will be interrupting our worship service. How so? Because your presence intimidates our people. That's your perception. Okay. So now here comes all these police all dressed in black. It's a SWAT team, really. They come in and uh, they say, oh, well, that's your opinion that we're intimidating. Yeah, you put our pastor in prison. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's intimidating. So then they start to put cut to a police fence around the church. And if you're watching the blaze, you can see it. They put this giant fence all around the church. And the then later in the day, the the church members they leave but protesters who are not members of the church they live in the community they're pissed off about this and they come to try to take the fence down at this point people that were with the church come out and say please please don't do this we're just going to find another place a church is inside each of us it's not a building we'll find another place and they did the, the sermon that they gave, I think, yesterday, um, or uh, sorry, is it Tuesday today? No, it's, yeah, it's Tuesday. I think it was yesterday. It may have been Sunday at a different place. They actually blurred the, pic- the faces of all of the people in the congregation. That's how afraid this congregation is. I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's how strong this, converse, uh, this congregation is. That's, that's their perception, though, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, their perception. Yeah, I know, I know. So that's when when they were saying, no, 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 don't. Church is just a place within. It's not a building. That's when the armed troops, the SWAT team is sent in, cut five. This is this is Canadian Mounties. I always thought that they looked nice, but these guys look like SWAT team members. They came in to uh, make sure that. Uh, they showed, uh, uh, you know, they flex their muscles and showed that they are not going to they're not taking this lightly. All right. So yesterday we were talking uh, to Ezra Levant. He's the founder of Rebel News. He's the host of the Ezra Levant show. He is a really good guy, a friend of freedom all around the world. Um, and he runs Rebel News uh, up in Canada, which is like very much like the blaze uh, it is a little more activist than the blaze is. We're not activists. Um, Mercury one does charity work. 
Um, but I actually like what they do up at Rebel News. And he told me yesterday something that I didn't I, I have a hard time believing. But we have the video now to prove it. And I want to have him take us through all of these these video clips where the police are harassing his reporters and have taken one of them and threw him in jail. Ezra, welcome to the program. Thanks very much. Uh, I, I, I want to let you know that Canadian media, with one exception, have ignored the insane attack on our journalists, the warrantless searches and seizures, the jailing of our journalists. American media are interested because you still care about the First Amendment. Mm, and no. You still have free, freedom in your DNA. And I want to let you know that what we're going to talk about and what you're going to see it is your future if you do not protect your First Amendment. If you do not hold those hard-won freedoms, you will be like what we are. This is something that every American should be involved in and helping and spreading the news. All right, so let's go here. This is cut six. Police make anti-Jewish remarks. Listen to this. This is why we're documenting what's happening here, guys. I know, I know, Yankee, your friend Yankee. So why are we getting such a tough time? We've been through this so many times okay, with you guys. Stay there. He says something in French. I'm giving you my papers, no problem, just... Okay. What? Oh my gosh. Who are you, sir? I'm with Rebel News. I'm not media Jewish. Who are you? What's your name? And badge number. Can you give me your name and badge number? Can you give me your name and badge number? You're supposed to give it to me. So, Ezra, they're speaking French. What are they saying? This is multiple sure. times this was said in multiple different uh, uh, scenes. Yeah. We've had problems in uh, Toronto and Montreal. The clip you showed, um, I mean, in Montreal, obviously, the dominant language is French. We have a reporter there who happens to be Jewish, and he would go out and report on the lockdown because Montreal has an 8 p.m. curfew, if you can believe it. Everyone, sick or healthy, innocent or guilty, adult or child, must be off the streets at 8. So Yankee is the name of our guy out there. He goes out with his camera. He has an exemption under the law. He reports on the police, and they start harassing him. They've given him thousands of dollars in tickets, even though he's exempt, and they start calling him Jew media. You're the Jew. You're the Jew. And I I think, well, maybe there's a problem in translation, but then that's what they say to all our people, even those who are not Jewish. Um, we, We sent more and more reporters there because we realized there's a big problem there, and they started to arrest our reporters, hand cuff our reporters, uh, slam them up against vans. I think your next clip shows this. Um, This is uh, Rebel News reporters arrested. Clip seven, please. Okay, I see the police going out. They come right in for one guy. It's like a big Antifa kind of thing or something. It doesn't look violent, but some kind of protest. And they don't I'm care. I'm not in a crowd. I'm not in a crowd of 20, though. Okay, look. Why, why, my, colleague is, my, call, my colleague is detained. I have to stay. Let's go. 
I'm on public property. No, man, put your mask on. I'm not in a group of 20, though. Hey, do I sit the Hey. I'm not in a group of 20, yeah, what? Keep, keep walking. You want to take care or not? Fine, that's fine. Okay, we go. Keep walking. Okay, so Tickets tell fine. me what. Stay on the sidewalk. Okay, let's go. Sure. That was a. That's a peaceful, anti-lockdown protest. That's in Montreal. Okay. Uh, they have such a heavy lockdown, so it was a peaceful protest. There was no violence. Uh, you may have seen people wearing masks in the crowd, but that's because it's mandated to wear a mask there. But our reporters were pulled out of the crowd and arrested, handcuffed, slammed against the van because they had cameras pointed at the police. And you saw that one fella uh, in the in the toque, uh, the hat, who was on the sidewalk doing absolutely nothing, but because he was filming, they pulled him in thousands and thousands of dollars worth of tickets, manhandling them. So this weekend, we said, that's enough. We're going to send half our team. So we sent 17 reporters and other staff from our head office to Montreal. We rented an Airbnb for the whole team, and we, and we did something important. Let me just mention it quickly. We hired three Montreal-based lawyers to brief Good our team you. on the laws because Montreal is a little different. The language is a little different. So we had a one-hour briefing with all our staff. Here's the do's and don'ts. What are the mask laws? What are the gathering laws? What are... So we were completely briefed, and we went one step further. As we went out into the streets, Glenn, we had a top Quebec francophone criminal lawyer walk with us. We literally had our criminal lawyer with us to observe, to give us guidance, and in case there was any bad interactions with police, we didn't have to phone him. He was an arm's length away. So we did that on Friday night in Montreal. It was very successful. We engaged with police, but there were no, no harassment of us. Maybe it's because we had lawyers with us. So Saturday morning, we wake up. We're having breakfast in our Airbnb, a completely legal Airbnb. It happened to be a houseboat tied up at the pier, which is sort of cool, but it's just an Airbnb. And then all of a sudden, police come to the front gate of the houseboat and say, let us in. Okay, I'm going to play that audio here in just uh, 60 seconds. Stand by. You know the guy that walks around the street with a big sandwich board on his chest says, the end is near. I think we might want to all start paying attention. I mean, not full attention, but a little attention to that guy. In all sincerity, our economic world is changing right in front of our eyes. The value of your dollar is going down. Did you see what uh, they said? This is Bloomberg said by 2022. Bitcoin, they estimate, will be at $400,000 a coin. Like as in next year? Next year. Oh, my. So, I mean, if that happens. I will never even. I, I won't even, even tell call. you no, that, I, I that I'm coming, not coming in. There won't be somebody here there to take even. that call anyway. <laughs> I'll be so gone. You can't. We'll, anyway. be, we'll try to get away from each other in, at an <laughs> island and we'll show up at the same one. Uh, all right. Here's the thing. You are going to have a harder and harder time getting a loan. Please protect your financial future right now. Call American Financing. Refi your home. Get a low interest rate loan. You can consolidate all of your high interest credit cards. Get out of this stuff please call americanfinancing.net today 
800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10-second station ID. Okay, so now here's Ezra and his team on board this uh, this this houseboat, if you will, uh, that they had rented an Airbnb, and the police show up and try to get onto the boat without a warrant. Here's this audio and video. This boat? Any responsible on that boat? Is there any responsible on that boat? Nobody. If nobody is responsible for that boat, I have the right to come in the premises. I need somebody to be responsible for the boat. I don't. Yeah, you have him you over have there. Go get a warrant. If you, if, if. Go get a warrant. Get a warrant. Yes, I have a right to be here. Go get a warrant now. Go get a warrant. You're not going to get in without a warrant. Ezra, what was happening? Why did they show up? They claimed it was an illegal gathering. It's just a B and B. You can see I was already. You, you can see the gate. So I mm-hmm. had already told them to get a warrant, and I went out there, and then they, you could see I was out there in the gray T-shirt. Mm-hmm. They would not let me back in. They, they detained me, which is the same as being arrested. They were physically holding me. They wouldn't, and, and I already had told them to get a warrant. So now that I was out of the way, they went to my younger staff and said, let me in, let me in. As you can see, my staff are pretty smart, so they know to say get a warrant. But it turned into a 10-hour standoff. They couldn't find a judge willing to give them a search warrant. So to punish us, they called the whole thing a crime scene. They actually wouldn't let any of my team off the boat unless they submitted to a personal search, which is illegal. And the craziest part is they arrested one of my guys, um, took him to jail, and they said this to us. They said, we will hold him in jail until you let us search... the the Airbnb without a warrant. So they were, what they, and I, I mean, obviously if my guy did something wrong, charge my guy, that's its own matter. Why are you arresting him? And then trying to use it as a poker chip to bargain with me to get an illegal search. We held the line after 10 hours, they just went away, but not before really bizarre tactics. I think you have one more clip. If you got time for it, I have pushing police us, pushing us, pushing us away. Yeah, back up the ramp. Here we go. Police gets cut ten. Watch hey. your hands. I told you. Hey, 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 crooked cop. Crooked cop. I know you. You crooked cop. That's it. That's it. You're doing good work. Oh, so are you? You feel good? You're a disgrace. That's why you hide your face. Who's the one who called us Jew media? You call us Jew media. I am a Jew. I am a Jew media. I will see you in court. They called us Jew media. These crooked bigots, when they came to our reporters, they called us Jew media. They asked if we were Jews. They're anti-Semitic, crooked, and corrupt. Shame on them, these wicked men and women. So Ezra, we're seeing... I I was mad. I was mad, Glenn. And when, when you have a team of 20, 30 cops, and by the way, look at that, 100 people gathered, 
and they were hurling um, even worse insults to the cops. I think the cops are despised in Montreal by the left and the right. It is widely known as the most corrupt police force in Canada. Someone said, are you filming a movie? Why are there 50 police here? They couldn't believe it was just because we had a houseboat. I, look, I don't think that anti-Semitism is their primary motivation. Because no. really, I was Jewish, but we have Muslim team members, Christian team members. They just hate the fact that we were pointing a camera at what they were doing. And, and what can we do? They had the guns. They had handcuffs. They were pushing us. All I could do was express my outrage. We will sue them, Glenn. I was very mad in the moment. I remain very mad now, not at the individuals themselves so much, but at the fact that justice is falling. And I can see it in my eyes. Warrantless illegal searches, harassing our people, falsely declaring things crime scenes, extorting us to let us on the boat or they won't let our guy out of jail, pushing us around. And yeah, the Jew media part is the icing on the cake, but this is deeply troubling to me. And it's a trend I see across Canada, Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, and, and Canadians are asleep. Uh, thank you so much, Ezra, for everything that you do. You have our backing here. You have my complete support uh, on this, anything that you need. Uh, but I suggest America, you begin to tweet this story and tell this story. It must be heard. Americans must stand. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Man, if there's no one to tell the story of people being abused like this, it's, it's going to get... It, it, we will be China. We will be China. All right, let me tell you about Rectech, our sponsor. The time has come to revolutionize the way you cook your meals, not just the way that you uh, grill out, but the way that you cook all together. Because when you have a Rectech, it's not just a grill. You can smoke, you can grill, you can even bake on it. Believe it or not, you're baking a potato dish that's been passed down through your family for generations. You are living the sad life of eating vegetables it doesn't have to be that sad. Rectech has you covered. Smart grill technology. Uh, that was for you, Stu. Thank you. Smart grill technology that allows to, you to let the grill do all of the work and make even awful vegetables taste good. <laughs> Follow Rectech on uh, their social media. Check out their recipes. But check out a Rectech. You're not going to find anything better. AB, compare them with the best grill you can find. The best grill I could find, and I think you'll agree, is Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV, and then you can use that money to purchase a large stake. This is the Glenn Beck program. Joe Biden's infrastructure uh, plan is going to help uh, those trains in Wyoming. Unfortunately, the senator of Wyoming said we, we don't have any train service uh, here, but don't worry about it. I'm sure that I'm sure that's the only thing that is a problem. The White House has given Texas our infrastructure a C. Let me tell you something. Texas has the best roads and highways of any state I've ever been in. It's a it's a very smart, well laid out uh, it's built for the future. I mean, it is a really good highway system. We get a C. We have Ted Cruz uh, on with us now. Hello, Ted. 
Glenn, good to be with you. The uh, infrastructure bill, I don't want to just boil it down to our state, um, but I think it's ridiculous what they're saying about our state. Um, but uh, it, this is not, this infrastructure bill is not about doing anything but creating good union jobs and uh, graft, at least the way I read it. Well, it's it's not in any way, shape, or form infrastructure, and 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 the Democrats have have discovered a marketing technique. So they they tried it a month ago with what they called a COVID relief bill, and and that was a 1.9 trillion dollar pork filled monstrosity, of which only nine percent was health spending for COVID relief. So they called it COVID relief, even though 91 percent was not. Uh, well, they decided that it worked so well with COVID relief, they do it with infrastructure. This infrastructure bill, so-called infrastructure bill, $2.6 trillion of it, 5% goes to roads and bridges. You were talking about roads and bridges. This isn't a roads and bridges. Why do they call it infrastructure? Because people like infrastructure. People want roads and highways and bridges. And, and actually, Republicans would support a bill focused on upgrading our infrastructure. That ain't this. This is another giant spending bill taking care of all the left-wing special interests. That's what they're interested in. So politics are, rather than fixing real problems. Who are they taking care of in this bill? Well, they are spending money in, in large quantities on, on issues like child care, on issues like education, on issues that, that have nothing to do with infrastructure. And, and they're focused, you know, when they, when they address something like education, they don't actually insist that the schools be open. They don't actually insist that kids be educated. Uh, they're much more focused on taking care of union bosses, taking care of local politicians, you know, you know, I'm hearing from 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 mayors, from uh, county leaders across the country are getting these massive infusions of cash. The Democrats just sent. They don't even know what to do with all the cash they're getting. And what do the Democrats want to do? Spend even more. Uh, the, the schools asked for I don't remember the amount, but it was maybe twenty five billion the government gave them under Trump gave them like a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Then the first package gave them another hundred and twenty five billion dollars. And now this has money in it. I mean, how much money do these schools that are not open? How much money do they need? Well, and, and it's crazy. So so when we were doing the all night Votorama trying to stop this this last disastrous bill, uh, I introduced a whole series of amendments. One of them focused directly on education. And, and it said, all right, if you want to give tens of billions of dollars to schools, fine, with one caveat. They don't get the new money unless they open. Right now, only 40% of school kids in America are attending in-person class five days a week. And so my amendment said they can get the money if they're open in person five days a week. If they're not... They get all the old money they were getting, but they don't get the new money, and that new money instead will go to scholarships to kids, up to $10,000 per kid. So if the school is closed, that kid can get an education somewhere. We voted on it in the Senate floor. Every single Democrat voted no. Glenn, it failed by a single vote. If one of them had voted yes, we would have been sending relief to, to the more than half of the school kids in America who are stuck at home because Democrats have abandoned them. It's unbelievable. Uh, what's happening to our country? I mean, let me ask you this. You know, what's the, the corporations that all met in their, you know, their phone call on Saturday? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, 
this is becoming uh, the Great Reset. This is becoming the United Corporations of America. I didn't elect a soda pop guy to tell me what I should and shouldn't do. Uh, and I'm a guy who has always said free market, free market, private company. They can do what they want. But they are setting up an extra government. I mean, it's a it's another wing. Well, that's right, and and they're not looking for free markets. They're they're looking for power. A a very simple principle to understand. Big is bad. Big government is bad. Big corporations are bad. Big tech is bad. Big Hollywood is bad. Any massive accumulation of power is bad. And, And big business inevitably gets in bed with big government. They become, it becomes crony capitalism. It becomes a game of getting subsidies from the government. And, and what happens is big government Democrats are happy to put crushing regulations in place that don't hurt the giant companies who are all their buddies, who are all their donors, who fund their campaigns. What they hurt are the little guys. What they hurt are the small businesses. I think as Republicans, we ought to be the champion of small businesses. We ought to be the champion of working men and women, of, 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 of cops and firefighters and construction workers and steel workers and waiters and waitresses and, and people filled with hopes and dreams who are out working. And the Democrat policies are killing those dreams right now. So we have a story coming out um, that my staff has been working on probably early next week about some of the conditions that these children are in um, here in the state of Texas. We're on pace now for two million coming across our border. Uh, There was a story yesterday. I don't know if you saw this armed criminals steal a truck full of deadly radioactive materials. They're saying if you get in even within 30 feet of these materials, uh, it could kill you. And in the story, it was like, well, well, we don't know. They must have taken it by accident. That no, I doubt they didn't know what was in this radioactive truck. This could easily be used for a dirty bomb. Look, it is profoundly dangerous, and, and it, you know, you and I talked right before I went down to the border. As you know, I brought yep. a, a group of 19 senators to the border, uh, and and I've been to the border many, many times. Actually, Glenn, you and I have been to the border together. Yep. Uh, it is right now today the worst I have ever seen it. I, I've never seen it remotely this bad. It, it, it is a full-on crisis. You know, I'll tell you, we got there. A couple of weeks ago, we got there on a Thursday night. We went to the 10 p.m. muster where, where we just met with the Border Patrol agents and just said thank you. I mean, these guys are heroes. They're risking their lives, and they have political leadership that hates them and undercuts them at every yep, turn. Yep. And, and so we started by saying thank you for their courage, thank you for their bravery. And then we went out with them on midnight patrol. And, and I'll tell you, there was just a steady line, a caravan. Mm-hmm of people walking on the trails north from the Rio Grande River. Uh, You had little children walking alone. You had young mothers carrying infants, nursing infants as they walked up the trail. They were housed initially in these outdoor pens that are just just fenced off, roped off, uh, sleeping on the floor, uh, sleeping on the ground outside. Uh, The next day, we went and visited the Donna Tent Facility. The Donna Facility is this gigantic tent city. It was built to accommodate this huge surge. It was built to hold 1,000 people. With COVID restrictions, its capacity limit 
is 250. When we visited, there were over 4,200 people packed into that. That is 1,700% its capacity. It was, we saw firsthand the Biden cages and these kids in these cages. We heard for four years under Trump, kids in cages, kids in cages. What the Democrats and media never acknowledged is that Barack Obama built the cages. You and I saw and, them when yes. he was in, when Obama yes. was in office. And Joe Biden is building more cages and bigger cages, and they're more full. And I'll tell you, Glenn, the kids in the cages, they weren't six feet apart during a pandemic. They weren't three feet apart. They weren't even three inches apart. They were lying on the floor side by side, no beds, no mats, no cots, packed in as tight as they can be, wrapped up in reflective emergency blankets. The rate of COVID positivity in that facility is over 10%. It is immoral and wrong what the Biden administration is doing, and they're desperately trying to cover it up and hide it, and the media doesn't want to cover it. So I don't think, honestly, Ted, I, I mean, I appreciate you and Mike Lee and a few others that are really working hard every day trying to get things done, but I don't have any confidence at all in Washington. I think this all has yeah. to be solved in the local, in our local communities. What, what, can, what can people do? Well, look, yes and no. I mean, the challenge, let's take the state of Texas. If, if the state of Texas could secure the border on its own, I believe Texas would. The challenge is that Texas doesn't have the authority to deport anyone. And the system doesn't work if the federal government says if you cross illegally, you can stay. I mean, the, what, what's infuriating about this crisis is it's man-made. It's preventable. Joe Biden caused this, and he did it with three simple decisions. Number one, his first week in office, he announced he was immediately halting the border wall. Number two, he reinstated the failed policy of catch and release. And number three, most fundamentally, he ended the Remain in Mexico agreement. This was a, a landmark agreement that President Trump had negotiated with the government of Mexico, where Mexico agreed that, that people coming from Central America who crossed illegally into Mexico would remain in Mexico while their asylum cases were pending in the U.S. And it mm -hmm. worked. It produced results. Last year, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. Today, we have the highest rate in 20 years. And the thing that changed is Joe Biden on week one ripped up the remain in Mexico policy and said, let them all in. And when you announce that to the world... We're seeing millions of people come illegally, and they're brought in by human traffickers who are abusing them, who are sexually assaulting them. And all of this is created by failures from the federal government. Ted Cruz, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Senator from uh, the great state of Texas, Senator Ted Cruz. Thank you, my friend. God bless. All right. We need some organizations. We need, I mean, geez, where, where are the phone calls, the Zoom calls that are happening with a hundred corporations on our side? Where, where is that? We are so far behind. We better wake up, gang. We better start reaching out to each other. AMAC is, uh, is a group that understands what Ben Franklin said, that we indeed must all hang together or we indeed will hang separately we are at that point 
I want you to take a group, a look at a group called AMAC. It's the um, Association of Mature American Citizens. If you can become a member of AMAC today, please do. There are other organizations out there, but I'm telling you, this is the one that actually is fighting the fight every day. And there is strength in numbers and we have to do something together. If you are looking for something because you're a mature adult, you're my age or above, uh, join, please join. The, the benefits are great and they'll tell you all about the benefits, but the cause is greater. Join now at amac.us slash Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. No, but <laughs> we're just having a conversation about the Constitution. I know that never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Republican and Libertarian approach, which is, uh, there's no strength in numbers. It's all about the individual and it is all about the individual. But what happened in America was we were all rowing in the same direction for a very long time. We were all moving towards more freedom, not less freedom. And uh, Stu is bringing up the fact that, you know, I am saying now I'm, I'm telling you right now, boycott these corporations, boycott them. I'll join you, boycott them. Uh, I thought I, you just said yesterday you couldn't avoid Dasani water. No, I said I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't avoid everything that Coke no. makes. It's, it's impossible, impossible to be consistent as a boycotter. It's, that's a legitimately impossible yeah, standard on, in this on, country. Yeah, because they these giant corporations own everything. Yeah, they're just they're just gigantic. Coke is not just Coke. So I, I am boycotting Coke and Dasani. 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 But Dasani they're water. the same company. Yeah. I'm just saying, um, I'm just saying like it, that, it, you know, we've talked about this before. It's very difficult in this society to, to boycott all the companies you disagree with because you disagree with all of them. There's people at every one of these companies you disagree with. And, yeah, but it's not. It's, I, it's, it's beyond disagree now. Now it is they are setting up a separate government. They have figured out, and this is Tides Foundation. This is what their goal was in the mid-1980s, to get the Uber left into the boardrooms of all of these corporations. And then if they couldn't do it by forcing the the uh, uh, showing the the money and the kickbacks and all of the money from the corporations to get the right people in for legislation, if you still had the little people, well, then the government, uh, the corporations could do it and that's what's happening it's an end run around our constitution our founders did not see a a corporation especially a group of corporations working together along with our media and they have much more power than the government does they just don't have guns uh and you know i i am i am for business i'm for small business i'm for big business but not when they begin to collude against the freedoms of mankind. I'm just—I know you've thought about this in depth, and you've gone, uh, gone over it in longer form before. But there is a lot of risk in in this sort of co- construction here. Of of the founders didn't see this coming type of talk. I mean, you know, there's risk there, and I know you've talked about it. And but I it's something we should it. maybe go into depth a little bit more yeah, as we maybe, go through this. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Back in a minute. 
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, a movie that is out right now that you should see. It's uh, Roe versus Wade. It's the landmark case that changed everything. I don't think people know what happened. It is shocking the way Planned Parenthood manipulated the, the courts. They lied to the media. Uh, even, uh, even Roe has come out and said now, wish I wasn't involved in that at all. It is the true story of what happened, and some of our friends are uh, in it. It's, it's available now from your cable or satellite carrier, or it's on demand from uh, Google Play, Amazon, and iTunes. I can't believe they made this available, but they did. So we should watch it and support it and learn the true story of a half century of, of lies and secrecy. The truth has its day in court as you watch Roe vs. Wade, the movie, available everywhere now. Thirty minutes going to be a fun ride as we are joined by Jason Whitlock in sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So, if you're someplace, I was just up in Connecticut last week, and uh, oh my god, the market is just coming apart at the seams. I can't imagine why nobody wants to live in Connecticut. Um, but if you're looking to sell your home. And you want to buy a house someplace like Texas or Florida, by the way, if you have voted for a bunch of progressives your whole life, unless you've learned your lesson that you are the one that screwed it all up, please don't come to Texas. Go I stay where you are. I can't wish you on any other state. Anyway, real estate agents I trust are a group of real estate agents that uh, my firm has has gone in and interviewed. I did uh, some work for the 500 biggest real estate agents or best real estate agents as judged by the Wall Street Journal. I don't know, 10 years ago, I think that started. And, uh, and I listened to them and I talked to them and I I learned that there is a formula that the really good ones use to be able to sell homes and to be able to get you into the right home for the right price. That's the formula we use to find real estate agents for you. Some of them are uh, part of the 500 best real estate agents in the country. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Jason Whitlock, a freelance journalist. Uh, he is a he's a sports journalist who does a lot more than just sports. Is really talking about culture. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Glenn. It's and good to have you here. Listening to you talk about real estate, I'm wondering: if, Are you advising the Black Lives Matter founder? <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that? Yeah, I can. She's making a lot of money, and the, the whole organizations making a lot of money there doesn't it's not going to the people for sure it's not going to the people 
Um, how she's a do capitalist. They, how do they? No, no, no. She's a trained Marxist. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how do they? How do they sleep at night? Honestly, do they just not think they're going to be held accountable? Do they not care? What What is happening? Oh, I think they sleep real easy at night uh, because they have so much support from big tech and the social media apps and the corporate media that she doesn't feel she she's owed this. She I mean, my God, she created a hashtag. She created a hashtag. And of course, you should have four homes across the country, you know, for three or four million dollars. <laughs> Glenn, have you ever created a hashtag? I mean, seriously. no, I don't think I did, but I also, <laughs> but I also, uh, it didn't have the social media platforms. I mean, we know now from Twitter, uh, and employees that were working at Twitter at the time that were so disgusted by what happened. BLM was not trending during the early days of the first riots. It did not trend. And, and Twitter began to get heat, uh, from the left and so they changed the algorithm and moved that thing up so it was trending in the nation so then people would go oh well it's trending it must be a big deal that was that was total people, astroturf but the corporate media again yeah. I, twitter is the justification for the corporate media to justify the narratives the false narratives it well it's over twitter are you kidding me it must be true what Black men must about. be getting assassinated at record place because Twitter says so. So us as the New York Times, us as NBC, CBS, we have to reflect the reality of Twitter and Facebook. It is becoming, I mean, it, uh, the, the media has always been skewed. But it is with this stuff about the Jim Crow laws. I mean, I, if, if I were black and my family had gone through what? blacks went through in this country under jim crow laws i would be so pissed off you're you're kidding me right you think this is jim crow look the the left corporate media uh created donald trump as satan mm -hmm. and so once you create donald trump as satan it justifies almost anything and uh, he's the bad guy, and anything that the media can say, well, Donald Trump doesn't like this. We have been bamboozled, convinced, uh, brainwashed into believing that anything that attacks Donald Trump is good. And uh, it's it, this thing is so organized. It's one of the greatest capers it is. in the history of mankind. It's brilliant. And Glenn, it's satanic mm -hmm. is what it is. And, and that's a big, powerful word. But it's the truth. And, and, and I'm about to let the Black Lives Matter, what's her name, Patrice, Khan, Colors, yeah. I, I'm going to let them off the hook a little bit because I really think the error is with us, those of us. And again, I, I'm a journalist. I'm a sports journalist. I'm a sinner, but I'm also just a follower of truth, a follower of Christ. I believe those of us as Christians, we have let this country down. Oh, yeah. And it starts with us in the mirror. And again, it, 
It starts with us understanding American history and why we became so great. And we've abandoned those, our Christian identity, and we've leaned into political identities and all race identities and blah, blah, blah. But here's where I'm going to let Patricia Cullors and a group that I call the Alphabet Mafia, LGBTQ BLM. It's the Alphabet Mafia, and they are in control. And it's our fault. They are angry. They don't like the way they've been treated in America, and, and here's why. As, and I've had to deal with this as a Christian myself, is because we set their sin aside as a special level of sin. Their alternative lifestyle, sexuality, that's the worst sexuality sin you can commit. And it's made people like me comfortable with my sexuality sins. In terms of, Jay, yeah. if you're gay, you were met with a lot of scorn and like, oh, my God, what an abomination. Right. You're in rebellion to God. But a guy like me, and this, I'm not letting myself off the hook, I can go out to Vegas, get liquored up, go to a strip club, have a stripper proposition me, yeah, and boom, bada bing, bada boom. And I can walk out and no one's mad at me. There's no scoring. And I can sit around and think, well, my sin isn't as bad as their sin. Oh, I, I'm, I'm always amazed at some of the most religious communities have some of the biggest strip clubs in them. I mean, it's and it's the same people. It's the same people. Sin is just sin. Yeah. And as Christians, we have to accept that. And again, that's why I. This group, the Alphabet Mafia, is very hostile, very organized. This has been coming 50, 60 years in the making. And uh, they have a special protection class from big tech. And the only solution, and, and I keep telling everybody, and I got friends of mine that have known me forever. And they knew I believed in God. But they're like, wow, Whitlock is saying things I never thought he would say. And and it's all true. And I'm not running away from my sin and all of that. But I just have a much deeper understanding of one American history and how our Christian values made us fearless and made mm. us create the greatest country on earth. And it's Christ that's being attacked right now. And the group that we have castigated and, and said that their sin is worse than every other sin is now trying to normalize all sin. There is basically no sin. Everything is legal under the sun and normal under the sun. And we just keep lowering standards, lowering standards. And again, I blame us if we were willing to acknowledge that our sin just as bad as their sin. And we all need to understand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that if we don't get back in alignment with God and Jesus, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I say we're done because I don't think we're going to get back to alignment. I mean, it, w there's a possibility, but it's got to get so bad, so bad. If you're not awake now, you're not awake. And, I, and I, I, I'm hoping people are waking up. And again, I, hope so. I love the way that this. Black Lives Matter real estate thing has blown up in their face, in her face, 
And because I, I think it is the kernels of the beginning of like, wow, man, this is just a hustle. They're oh, not it's all a hustle. Yeah. They're not in this to they're in this again. Freedom is being redefined right now. Glenn. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you can't impose socialism, communism, Marxism unless you uh, remove Christianity from our culture. And they're doing it. And I just say for those of us that are believers, you know, I've been uncomfortable saying this publicly, but it's one of the main reasons I left Los Angeles, because I started realizing just like how corrupt and bankrupt I was and that Mm. L.A. contributed to that. Uh, And I needed to get back to my roots. I'm a Midwest boy and I needed to get back in you know, and get, not that, but I need to get back in God's country. It's really interesting because I, I'm down in Texas, and I thought that was really good compared to New York. But now I go up to our ranch in the mountains because I'm I'm a Mountain West guy, and uh, I don't usually want to come back. And it's not because I don't want to do my job or anything else. It's because I feel rooted, and I feel like uh, spiritually connected much more than here and i don't live a bad life here i mean you know we all make mistakes but there's just something different um in in i think some of these some of these cities and and maybe it's just me but you kind of up there you're just you're you're with farmers and farmers ain't talking about all the crap that everybody else is talking about you know well Uh, the only issue though is if we keep running they're going to overtake everything. Oh, everything. <laughs> no, everything. And it's like we felt. I, would, I moved to Tennessee, and I feel good there, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm feel more normal, and I make better decisions, but I'm like, other people from California are coming to Tennessee. Yeah, I know. And they're coming to Florida. Well, they came to Dallas, or they came to Denver, and look what happened in Denver. They're coming now. Austin. Austin. And that's, and, I mean, that's completely, has been for a while, but now it's gaining an influence because it is so powerful and big and growing every day. You know, I, I met with uh, a bunch of pastors. We had a death in the family last week, and I was with a bunch of pastors and a priest and everything else. And we were talking about the country, and I said, you know who I blame? Christians, but also you guys. The, the pulpits went silent. They wouldn't tie scriptures to things that were really happening. And I don't want to I don't want somebody telling me who to vote for. But I do want, uh, you know, my pastor to say, these are the principles and this is why these principles work. And they have to be aligned in your everyday life and everything that you do, including voting. You can't say I agree with these principles and then vote for people that are doing the exact opposite. You can't or you'll get this. I've been it's been three to four years for my awakening and just to start telling people and for me to look at the world through God's eyes first. And and once you do that, once you start saying, well, hold on, I'm going to do this. How does God feel about it? And And that's when you go, well, hold on, this whole abortion issue. I know where God stands on it. How can I stand someplace different than him yeah. if I'm a believer? Yeah. And uh, and then so there's one group that seems to be just like <laughs> it's the, abortion's the greatest thing in the world. Celebrate it. 
And but, but then I'll go for many of us as Christians. We think the condom is the greatest thing in the world, not sex in a marriage. We think the condom is. And, you know, mm. you can have. And again, I'm talking about myself and why like, I got to get out of here. I got to get someplace where I can actually because I enjoy sex. I got to find a wife to enjoy that with. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, we can, could do a contest. <laughs> I don't think you'd have a hard time finding yeah. one. And so I, I blame us. We haven't stuck to our values and we've unleashed uh an energy into our country that we that is so blinding. People can't because I argue with people in my family. I argue. I was like, "Hey, this just isn't consistent with what we believe. How can we be for it?" Yes. More with Jason Whitlock here in just a second. Stand by. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Goldline with the tax hikes, the money printing, the hedge funds that are collapsing. The banks are losing billions in bad leverage bets. The stock market is a joke. The stock market, you're not doing earnings. You're not actually looking at facts. The government is pouring money into these financial houses and the financial houses are pouring that money into the stock market. This is bogus. This is all bogus. It's why Bloomberg yesterday came out and said, Bitcoin, hold on to your, your seat for this. Bitcoin, by 2022, according to Bloomberg yesterday, will be worth $400,000 a coin. Why? Oh, I don't know. Because money is going to be worthless. We are printing like it's going out of style because it is going out of style. Would you please... Please, because I can't even tell you I own Bitcoin, but I can't tell you that that's going to last. I have no idea. But gold always lasts. Precious silver and gold, that lasts. Call Goldline now. Find out about their current special with every single order placed this week only. You will qualify for a uh, mind your own business silver bar at no cost. Mind your own business is what we actually printed on our first U.S. coins. It's uh, free. I had them make these things up, and uh, and the, I mean, again, it's it's coming back to the original. Our coins were silver, our coins were gold, and they all said, "Mind your business." They're standing by to take your call now at eight six six Gold Line, eight six six Gold Line, or goldline dot com, eight six six Gold Line, or goldline dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. Jason Whitlock, sports journalist, is uh, with us now. Let's talk a little bit about what, what do you think is going to happen in Minnesota? It's, it's connected to the point that I, I, I was making in the, in the latest incident involving the Dante Wright. And, and it's very confusing for a lot of us, but it's really not confusing in terms of, again, we, as I said previously, have created degrees of sin. You know, like, oh, well, that's a special level of sin. And we've done that as it relates to sexuality. The left has now done that as it relates to violence. They've saw <laughs> the worst violence mm -hmm. is when a white police officer kills a black man. That's the worst violent sin you can commit. 
black people, you can kill each other and we won't bat an eye. It's like glass breaking in a restaurant. Yep. Uh, that's not really sin. That's just, you know, everybody does that. Yeah. You know, white people kill white people. Black people kill black people. Yeah. It's everybody does that. And so we've created or they have created as it relates to violence, degrees of sin. And so the black resisting criminal is the highest level of victimhood in America. And that says something about our something terrible about our country. And it just speaks to how out of line and secular we've become and how out of line we become with God is that there are these special degrees of sin as it relates to violence. And, and so I, I listen to people. And again, I had the whole thing with Dante Wright being mischaracterized. Oh, the police stopped him. He got shot after a routine traffic violation. No, he got shot after resisting police and trying to jump into the car and escape. After they found out he had an outstanding warrant for a gun, he had resisted police previously. And so they were on edge when they started approaching a guy and trying to handcuff him because of his history. Uh, Obviously, the female police officer made a grave, grave error. I don't think I believe her in the video that it was not her intent. You don't believe her. No, I do believe her. You do believe her. That that it was not her intent. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, And so... I think that she should probably lose her job or be confined to a desk. You can't make that kind of mistake and Mm -hmm. just let it go. But do I see criminal charges uh, for her? I I just can't. I couldn't do it. I, I, I don't I don't believe there should be criminal charges. But as it relates and again, I'm gonna go big here again. I think. For this to happen right outside Minnesota, while the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd trial is going on, I, I go, what? only thing I can say is like, God is really upset with us. And <laughs> No, no, I really believe I it. God is no, really I, upset I, with I us. I believe you. And we are being led to a point of doom because of what we've allowed. Yeah. This is all And he's part not of- leading it. He's just withdrawing his protection. I mean, we don't deserve any protection. I mean, really, what are we doing to say, hey, you are our God, we'll be your people? We're not doing any of it. Jason Whitlock, great to have you. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, man. You remember, you remember when you were at that uh, restaurant and you, 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 all you had to do for the free drinks was just listen to the timeshare pitch? Oh, man, that was so good. A couple of my ties in and you're thinking, I got to have me one of those. And now you're sitting there with one of those. And isn't it great? Uh, no, it's not. You can't, they say, get out of a timeshare. Yes, you can. But you just have to have a team of attorneys do it. You can get out of your timeshare. A lot of these places that say, well, get you out of the timeshare. You know who they are? They're usually people that were in the timeshare business, and now they're selling you that. This is a group of attorneys that have found the legal way to get you out of your timeshare. And the fact, they have a 100% money-back guarantee if they can't get you out. 100%, so you have nothing to lose. 
start the process now. Go to TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. If you use my name, Beck, you're going to get 20% off. So make sure you tell them that I sent you. 888-GET-YOU-OUT or TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. Tomorrow night, Glenn TV returns. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Well, I'm just looking at President Biden speaking at the uh, ceremony for the Capitol Police officer that was killed in a car attack. Uh, so the car actually attacked an officer? Car attacked him. Was it like a Transformers situation or a Knight no, Rider no, situation? No, it was just, an, you know, just a regular old car. You never see those things coming. So just like a Buick? Just parked a Buick, just somewhere? Parked and it attacked Got up the police it, officer. Wow, that's yeah. really that's terrible. That's the information that I have uh, at this time. Now... Other sources are saying mm. it's, I mean, you'd expect this from the right-wing media, that uh, it was a nation of uh, Islam uh, driving the car, a member of Nation of Islam uh, who drove the car, then got out, and the car didn't actually attack. He did. You know, it's interesting, because we had another Capitol Police officer uh, tragically uh, die recently. Right, because yeah. of domestic terrorism that is happening all over right. this mm-hmm. country because of Donald Trump. And I heard a lot about that. A lot about that, as you should. As you should. It is the most press- pressing uh, act of violence that is happening. It is the most likely way to die <laughs> in America. In America. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by a, a, a an white, attack at the Capitol. A, a white uh, right-wing exper- uh, um, uh, extremist. Yeah, and and look, I think we should have heard a lot about that attack. Mm-hmm. I also, though, heard a lot about potential attacks after that day. In fact, so much so that they put giant walls around you know, the Capitol. You yeah, can't yeah, get yeah. near it. Mm-hmm. Put all these barriers up. Mm-hmm. And every day they'd be like, you know what's going to happen next? The QAnon people are going to attack tomorrow. The the uh, the militias are going to attack tomorrow. And we kept getting, I heard tons and tons about potential attacks from those groups after that. And then when we finally did have an attack, I I heard almost nothing about it. Now, I can't detect why, after all of that buildup, when someone did attack the Capitol. The president is speaking right now about the police officer killed in car attack. In car attack. So is it, should we be looking at automobiles now, trying to secure, lock them down? Because I I think so. I don't think his membership in the Nation of Islam had Mm. anything to do with it. Oh, okay. Or any of the things that he said or didn't say. Because I have this weird theory that there are more people who are supporters of Louis Farrakhan than follow QAnon. You know, we, there no. was a million man march. No, now, I know there's a few hundred people that went into the Capitol, but I remember mm. the million man march. I remember, yeah, million. I remember members of Congress meeting with Louis Farrakhan, and then followers of Louis Farrakhan are out there doing this. And there doesn't seem to be the same tying it all together, all the pieces fitting together. You can't expect them to do that. They're busy editing over at CBS. Oh, okay. so well, they've got, tough. you know, it's, the edit bays are awful, 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 awful with those potential future QAnon yep, attacks. Yep, 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 yep. Um, let me um, let me give you a story I found yesterday. And I, I only found it at one place. I, I found it at uh, futurism.com. Don't ask me. I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. So agreed. <clears throat> wait a minute. A truck Carrying now, this is this was reported by the Independent, but the the 
American news source, of course, is futurism.com. A truck carrying highly radioactive materials has been stolen by armed criminals in central Mexico. The Mexican government is now warning that anyone who comes in close contact with its deadly payload could be risking their lives. The individual got away with an industrial inspection equipment truck during an armed heist on Sunday in the town of whatever. Included in the bounty is a QSA Delta 800 gamma ray projector, which if you're watching Blu-ray, wait until you see gamma rays project. If you're using the gamma ray, you, you really need the QSA Delta 800 to project those gamma rays, but it is so much clearer than even Blu-ray. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, this gamma ray projector uh, holds radioactive iridium, selenium, and uh, I guess it's urbidium isotopes. Uh, and they said in the article that that's unusual to have somebody interested in taking one of these trucks with something as dangerous as that. Um, there, there was a report on Sunday, 10 a.m. today, there is a robbery of radiographic equipment reported. This was uh, uh, issued a report issued by the National Commission for Nuclear Security and Safeguarding. Uh, if the radioactive material is extracted from the container or is moved and makes direct contact with any persons handling it, permanent injury could occur in minutes. Hmm. Uh, now, sounds like something QAnon would do, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. QAnon supporters doing it again. Yeah. Uh, if you're 30 meters away from this, uh, it will cause radiation poisoning. And uh, and so now they're saying that there's a couple of couple of ideas that they have. The, the, the Mexican police are on it. There's a couple of ideas. One. That this sophisticated robbery that happened. Wasn't as sophisticated. They were trying to, I don't know, knock off a donut truck. I, I don't know what it was, but it looked an awful lot. You know, sure, it had radioactive materials, you know, clearly marked on it. It was a special kind of truck, and it was in a special place where those kinds of, a lot of donut trucks or, you know, money trucks, not usually there where they stole this truck, um, but it, it probably is that it just confused criminals and they accidentally got a hold of this one. And, uh, you know, they might be all dead. They might have they might have pulled off the side of the road, and went, wow, those aren't donuts in there. And Bill, you seem to be glowing. Uh, and then they all died. And nobody's been able to find the truck because when you get within 30 meters of it, you die. So we're going to file find a pile of bodies around this truck. People discovering it. Hey, I found the. Uh, We'll find that maybe in a thousand years or so. Uh, now, if that one doesn't sound like probably what happened, uh, there is another theory. And that is that the um, cartels on our border uh, are the ones behind this. And they are uh, either making or supplying the radioactive materials for dirty bombs. <laughs> hey wear your mask okay that mask may come in handy uh you might have that 
You might have that stupid little band around your ears and that stupid little piece of cotton or whatever it is. That's going to save your life. Worry about COVID. There's no reason. Like we have an open border. Like somebody can just come across our border. You know what I mean? No, I don't think that's possible. And and the cartels have nothing to do with our borders. So... And why would we worry about the, Q- the cartels when we have QAnon supporters out there? Thank you for uh, finally saying it. Yeah. Thank you for finally uh, malicious, saying it. Ever hear of malicious? Yeah. <laughs> ever hear of the Oath Keepers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. How about that? Right. Now, what about... Proud Boys? Ever hear of Proud Boys? Well, what about Louis Farrakhan? Oh, he's got uh, you know millions and millions of... Uh, of supporters and meets with members of Congress fairly regularly. In fact, uh, right. But, but it's not something to worry about. No. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Now, sure. Has he pretty much outwardly advocated for the overthrow of the government? Sure. But, yeah, but not over like decades, not over decades. Has he, right. I mean, has he advocated for basically the elimination of the Jew? Sure. I, that's, that's been out there. Yes, he said that as a, you know many many times. Has he basically admitted to murder from the pulpit? Yes, basically he has, but not entirely. Right. And why why should we hold him accountable for any of those Amen. things? Amen. Amen. Words are just words. Now let me ask you this: mm-hmm. the the dirty bomb thing. Yeah. Are you worried about that? Oh, I don't think there's any reason to worry about it. Okay, because I haven't seen that reported. Anyway, yeah, I haven't seen it. I was looking, as you mentioned, futurism.com does <laughs> yeah. have the story. Yeah. Also, the independent. Yeah, the independent. Has and that's it. it. But other that, that seems like it. Yeah. No other one than else that, is don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Ah, cartels, a, a gamma ray projector. They're going to show movies down uh, <laughs> at the border for all the kids. That's just trying to help out. That's all there. Good heavens, are we screwed? Hey, let me tell you a little bit about LifeLock. Uh, you know, I, I know you're, you're waiting for your tax return, uh, but, you know, if it doesn't come, I mean, it's, let me tell you, let me tell you something. It, just think of it as donating it to a noble cause. Somebody who, because they have different values than you, who are you to judge, has already filed for your tax return, and they are spending it on stuff not your white privilege. You can't even begin to understand it. Sure, they might be white, but they're probably from Eastern Europe, and they've been held down by this big, bad American country for a very long time. So why are you even complaining? Well, I tend to disagree with that attitude, and that's why I have a LifeLock for identity theft, because this is the time. This is Christmas time. This is Christmas time for cyber criminals. They can steal your social security number, your address. They can buy it on the uh, black market. Then they file for your uh, taxes and get the return. And you got nothing. Right now, you can save 25% off your first year at lifelock.com if you use the promo code BECK. They're not going to be able to spot everything, but man, they're going places and going to places you don't even want to think about going to. Uh, They're looking for the real bad guys and they have a whole team in case something does happen to you. That's going to work to mop it all up. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code back 800 LifeLock 1 800 LifeLock or LifeLock.com. Promo code back. Save 25%. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. 
A virus has escaped the university labs. It's called critical race theory, but it's a dangerous reality, and it's spreading rapidly through the culture. Glenn exposes the deadly Marxist roots of this toxic ideology and reveals why progressives are targeting our kids in school. Watch Critical Race Tyranny, The Great Reset of Education. Learn how parents can fight back before it's too late. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. There's a couple of really great things. Uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, he's got uh, the recall. Over 2 million people signed a petition in California. And usually that's secret. You know, usually that's counted. They verify. But then, you know, they don't publish who was, you know, saying, I want to recall the, the governor. But the great Democrats in the state of California have decided they need to. I mean, some would call it doxing, but that's definitely not what's happening. Gavin Newsom just wants to reach out to these people, uh, you know, and he can't expect to be, you know, the guy who reaches out every time. He may have to get to like Fat Tony. Yeah, well, there's he's, he'll be too busy. But yeah. Fat Tony can stop by. Fat Tony will stop by. Jimmy No Fingers, he might stop by just to say, hey, you know what? I don't think I heard you. Why don't you say this again? What is the problem with Gavin Newsom? And that's just... <laughs> is Andrew Cuomo coming down to help on this one? Uh... Does kind of seem like it. It does. It does seem it like does. Cuomo would be involved in this. Yeah. This has never happened before. The Democratic Senate just passed this. I mean, oh no! The, so Gavin Newsom wants to reach out and connect with his voters, <laughs> right? The people, his constituents. I want to show you how we're gonna connect. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I. If it's absolutely not intimidation, though. No, it's not. We wanted. We want to be clear. No. There's not. However. Any, there's no intimidation. No. There. Now, no. however, I want you to see the difference in these two stories. You know, the labor union that uh, failed to organize Amazon workers. Uh, and they failed a sp- in a spectacular sort of way. I mean, it was, it was like uh, 1,800 to 750 votes against the union. Mm-hmm. All right. But uh, the union has filed charges against Amazon. Because they want a second vote. Now you can't do this in Georgia. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this anywhere. But uh, with the union, they've brought it to the NLRB, which they're great. That's the nation. That's the National Labor Relations Board. And now that the Democrats in charge, they are they love to help out the unions and some of these misguided people. And so what they were saying is that the the uh, the people at Amazon had employed intimidation tactics and unfair labor practices throughout the unionization election. And they're hoping that the uh, National Labor Board is will will, uh, nullify the results and have a second election. Which, of course, all the Democrats are for, you know, just nullifying one election and then having a second election, if you don't like the way it turned out, I'm sure they're for that. Uh, so uh, the uh, they're calling on the labor board to hold uh, Amazon accountable for its egregious behavior during the campaign. And apparently what they did, uh, these intimidation tactics, is they would have people walk the warehouse floor 
and talk to them about, you know, not the benefits of not joining a union. And can you imagine how intimidated you would be, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, because I I think the, the way the First Amendment works is one side of the argument, the side you don't like, doesn't get to make their points. Right. If you like the side that does get that you do like gets to make all their points mm-hmm. and should never be you should never intimidate those people but the other side should never be able to get to make their points at exactly all right. exactly right that's the first right. amendment and in their own in the amazon facilities they bombarded workers with anti-union signs and i think that these i think these um these workers at amazon were so stupid that they just didn't know how to vote and i think the unions and I personally, I think all of those people uh, that didn't vote to unionize, I think it was a mistake. And even if they don't admit it now, I mean, I could send Fat Tony over and, you know, you will under. Can you tell me again your vote on the union? They just tell me a little about it. Why are you against the unions again? Eh? So now those stories they're not connect- connected in any they're way, not are they? connected okay because okay. you did them right in a row right. and i wasn't sure and if you're trying to make some like point they're talking out of both sides of their mouth here uh but they're definitely not they're definitely not one is intimidation tactics the other one is just gavin newsom just trying to listen to people this is the glenn Beck program